1: Scary. Bless the Rains Down in Africa. What's that one? It does. Wait. Steven, it's it's good.
0: What if it has like seven, uh, seven, um, (laughs) then he's just
1: beatboxing over it? Hold Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's How that's many crazy. minutes long is this? It just it just fades out. Like this, so. <laughs> Put that up on something. My face is burning. I, just, I love I, it. I miss making music, so it was just like, oh my gosh, and I'm moving, and of I was. Course he He like heard a thing that we wanted And he's like Not us but like in life This is why you're gonna Fucking rule the world I'm very ready Karen is very (laughs) confused Did you guys
0: talk about this before? No I have no idea what's going on But I wish you could see that From my my point of view How insane that was Stephen. is great Steven you've done it You did it Steven you've really done it (laughs) Now in the breakdown part where you really kind of Getting into it And you were really singing mm-hmm. What was going through your head In that part When you
1: were recording it I just Like the, the samba part And I was like Well I gotta make this An actual cover So yeah. I just kind of Vamped on the <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of Inventing new lyrics Or anything No
0: but I'm saying Like you did But you really went for an unextended extended part Where you kind of Got emotional at the end
1: Yeah It's fun I don't know I just kind of to. You just, to say you just it. let yeah, it out Yeah you,
0: you just let out Your feelings Mm-hmm well, thank you so much.
1: <laughs> I love it. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Episode fifty-one. Play it again. They're <laughs> gonna just make him play it over and over again. <laughs> Episode fifty-one, the one they play it over and over and over again. I just want to like verse after verse after verse, where he's just like, I started working for them, and then there's the there's the like yeah, there's like the breakdown where it's like is meow, and it's like breaking it down. That is good, you're so red right now, Stephen. you're the color of your red beanie. <laughs> I love it it's cute. and I love it Stephen <laughs> <laughs> <being so> <laughs> Hey, this is my favorite murder.
0: Welcome to my favorite murder and Steven's um, Steven's reggae podcast
1: <laughs> uh. Breaking the balls. Mm-hmm. Um, what's up Hi? Hi, that's Karen. That's Georgia. This is my favorite murder. Do you like murder? You come to the right place. Do you not like murder? Go away. Give it a try. Oh, go. Give it a try. I mean, who knows? (laughs) Yeah. Don't. Everybody thinks they
0: don't like murder. Oh my god. Till you hear a real good story about it. Yeah. Everyone thinks
1: they. I hate that when they're like, "You're creepy, like murder," and like, "Well, I have this really interesting story." You're like, "You've everyone fucking loves murder." People love a good story. Come on, man. Don't don't judge
0: us. Uh-uh. This is just like Steven's theme song. Don't judge it until yeah. you get all the way through to the emotional twice. Uh, yeah. You should listen to it twice for sure.
1: Listen to this podcast twice, <laughs> please. <laughs> and then stare at us while our face gets red. I was listening to the last episode. I don't listen to a lot of episodes anymore because like, it's just like hard, but let's uh, listen to the last one just for quality control. And I was cleaning the house and I just started, I had my earphones in and Vince was like doing another thing. And I just started cracking up so loudly at some point, something that we talked about. Uh And it's like partly, it's funny, but it's also like, I'm laughing at how, like how fun our friendship is. And like these things, like, it's funny to me because I know what's going on. And he was like, (laughs) are you okay? And I had to take out my headphones and be like, I'm laughing at my own podcast. Sorry. Have you ever had the thing where your podcast starts?
0: Like uh, I, I never close windows on my phone correctly mm-hmm. so if I'm listening to our podcast in the car and then I'll walk in somewhere and then like in the grocery store our podcast will start so no. it's like me and my own podcast standing there oh trying to press like the harder you touch oh, it yeah, the yeah. more it won't go off Yeah, that's happened a couple times that's fun.
1: Um, yeah we've all been pretty embarrassed we're all stupid idiots and it's fine look how far we've come way to go uh way to go everybody everybody. we all we did it together um so this is episode 51 and my bags are packed and I'm ready to go and this is the last episode I mean it doesn't matter to anyone like we're just voices it matters to us though it does this is the last episode in the place where we have recorded I was gonna say filmed recorded 51 (laughs) episodes
0: yeah and it's going to wherever we do it in your apartment in your new apartment is going to have a completely different feel it's weird and vibe as opposed to this beautiful seafoam green kind of like retro
1: um yeah situation that we've been in cozy and homey there's no like hard angles no i don't know what that means but (laughs) it's like my apartment that i've been in i i can't like normally like you'll do You'll record stuff and you'll be like, My apartment or yours? Like, just go to mine. Mine's a, like, you'll do it back and forth and you'll go places. But this is every single fucking, except for live ones that's right I've been in this apartment it's always been here thank you for that thank oh, you for opening your I home don't like leaving my house yeah it I works not,
0: out good in that way yeah I get to wear and wear also if we did it at my house it would just be 45 sec every 45 seconds barking well
1: that would then people would make memes of your dog's Frank and George barking instead of Elvis screaming as fucking at all yeah I don't know it wouldn't be as good no yeah Uh, well it's the end of an era it's also 2017
0: so good like new things it's all about new energies liminal space what we've talked about already yeah what can come out of being in a totally new spot yeah vibes
1: are involved probably I bet vibes are totally involved like good ones I hope um well we'll see we'll see and if not then we'll move
0: (laughs) then you have to get a new
1: apartment fair or move back into this apartment Oh my god I'm I'm sad. I'm gonna miss this place. Vince proposed to me right there. Shit. Yeah. Take a picture before you go. It wasn't a great proposal though, so it's okay. Uh, should we <laughs> edit that out? Snip that part. No, out. he fucking knows. No, I, I mean he. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. He had fucking, he had stomach flu. It wasn't a great, it's fine. <laughs> All right, so, I cried. You weren't okay. in the hot air balloon like you wanted to be? <laughs> well, it was basically in a hot air balloon, but it was, oh my god, okay. Hey, what's, what's, uh, what's crapping in? What, uh, corner, did you watch Menendez Brothers? No. It's fucked up. It was good. Was it? Yeah, it was just like a, I think an hour long thing mm-hmm. about the trial and the murder and stuff. Some people are saying it was amazing. Would you I, use the word amazing? No. It was like an extended 2020 episode. What new
0: information was revealed that I wouldn't have known in 19... What was it? 96?
1: Um. Well, none. Oh. But you look at it from a new angle. And my, my angle that I looked at it from, which I thought was interesting, is like, they... Uh, the Menendez brothers argued that the dad was molesting them, right, but then went in like this crazy other direction of how the mom was molesting them too, and he molested. like it got crazy, but you could you could kind of tell the little part that was actually true mm-hmm. in my mind. yeah, and the stuff that they just exaggerated from them trying to play on that. And if they had just gone with the part that was true, which I think maybe the dad was molesting them but they were also sociopaths, then maybe they wouldn't have gotten such extreme sentences. Did they t- that was
0: your theory or they talk about it? That's my theory. Oh, oh. Uh, did they talk about those wigs at all? Yeah, I didn't know. For real? He had a toupee. Yeah. I didn't know that. And he was so
1: young so, to yeah, have a toupee. One of the brothers, who j- they both just look like, they both look like mad magazine Characters, but it was Lyle had to pay, right? Yeah, the older brother. Yeah. Older brother had to pay. Older brother said he molested the younger brother. Oh no! In court and apologized. And when you see their faces when they're when supposedly they're telling the truth, it's so different when they're than when they're lying. Really? That's what I like. I, I would say watch it just for the testimony alone. Like, okay, it's so interesting to see. They seem like such creepy fucking narcissistic. Sociopaths, which I know everyone hates that we when we use those terms because, but they seem creepy and lying and it's full of shit until there's this one part that could be true. Oh, okay. And then it's like, like it just resonates yeah. where you're looking at it, you're going, I don't think this person is doing the thing he was just doing exactly. with that other bullshit. They, yeah. They're broken all of a sudden and uh, then they're back to normal and it's uh, like, they're just like lying.
0: I mean look I get it would make sense because it's one thing like killing your parents uh, so that you can have money is one thing but like machine
1: gunning down your parents or whatever didn't they have some crazy gun yeah and the other thing about that too is that like if they had just done it to their father they might have gotten a pretty lenient sentence if they had said like he was molesting us for years and we're traumatized right? but they like kind of chased down the mom yeah, and and everyone was like that part to them was like how could you kill your mother and so they made up this I think they made up the story about the mom molesting them too when really I think they were just pissed off that she never cared or did anything about it right it's just really it's it's I mean, you, this is all made-up shit, obviously, but...
0: Yeah, it's yep. your theory. It's, it's all my theory. Right, right, right. But it's based on... You've listened to one million podcasts about million. it and watched a million crime shows yeah. about it. And uh, there was also the thing of how that father, Jose, was just a big fucking bully. Yeah. And so it was like she was bullied herself. But, yeah. Yeah, it's, I it's mean, ugly. The whole thing is ugly. There's, there's definitely no clear lines, except for the fact that, yeah, you just... You can't, you, here's the thing you murder them but then you just go on a fucking spending spree yeah. I mean they just didn't do anything right no not at all Um, I guess I don't like that one because it's just greed I hate I the greed based ones there's
1: a lot that I don't of those that I don't like until I watch something a little more interesting about them and then like them. And this is one of them where, like, I didn't give a shit. We just happened to catch it. And then I liked it. So it must have been produced kind of well. Yeah. No, it was done really well. It yeah. was just, like, wasn't, you know, one of the, like, Jean Benet ones that are, like, fucking crazy and insane. And they, you know. Did you
0: see that picture? Uh, my friend Molly just sent out a birthday invitation. <laughs>
1: Yes, I got it. Did you see that fucking picture? I responded to her. I (laughs) was like, I. Our friend Molly McAleer, Malls
0: uh, Online. She just sent it's a picture of Jean Bonnet
1: and um, Burke. It's a birthday invitation. And it's like, it's not even an invitation. All it says is, hey, I'm going to be here on this day. I'm turning this age. But it's. What is it? Are we blowing up her spot right now? <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're plugging her. What's her uh, podcast called, Stephen? Mother May I Sleep With Podcast? Right. She does a podcast about fucking crazy Lifetime movies. It's great. So we're yeah. fucking blowing her up right now. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just saying her birthday party. Specifically oh, didn't say where it was.
0: Uh, anyway, it's a picture of Jean Bonet and her brother Burke, and the eyes uh, are scratched out of Burke and the mouth is scratched out which looks like it basically looks like this, John Bonnet did it did did the scratching right like it was a found photo and that's what i assumed it was yeah. that like someone found that photo in the
1: ramsey's house i really appreciated it i, repre- I appreciate it its subtlety but do you think it was a found photo or do you no. think someone did that that's a photo that's like known Known to have been made by not anybody in that house? No, not the scratches. The photo of... It's it's a JonBenet unwrapping presents and Burke smiling at the camera. Right. Which I've seen before a million times. So she probably did it herself. Molly did. Yeah, or she found it online. But that's not how it actually looked. Okay, because if that's how they found it... Oh my God. If you were the cop that
0: found that picture, wouldn't you just start fucking screaming at the top of your lungs? (laughs) I mean, it's so sinister. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh... Yeah. So go to that birthday party. Right.
1: Good, good luck. Here's where it's at. Right? Get your pencil. Here's her home get, phone number. Get your razor blade ready to write down in your arm where this is at. Uh, have a blast. Uh, we were going to talk about people. So there was someone who made a Yellow Pages ad for, um, for My Favorite Murder. Right? Mm-hmm. That we both loved. And uh, that was... It's a w sweet baby angle and it says do you want it and it looks like a real yellow pages ad of karen and i looking like we're lawyers it's on our instagram page and then i don't know if you saw this one karen but someone else made one and actually put it in the paper so this girl uh this girl named Sarah R., her sister, she's an editor of a small town paper, and they did a review of the play Squeeze My Cans about Scientology. And <laughs> so she was going to write, she had to write a story about it, and she was going to do a teaser on the front page that she had to do to like, be like, to go to the, to read about this, go to page 17 or whatever the fuck. Um, and she wrote, like, to go to page 17, uh, here's what it, here's where, here's the teaser Oh, my God. It just says, you're in a cult. Call your dad. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. (laughs) Just randomly.
0: This one's real. Yeah. Because... Georgia sent me the picture of the Yellow Pages ad and goes, look at someone put in their Yellow Pages. I thought it was real. And then I look at it and I couldn't stop laughing because I was like, that's insane. Yeah. Who would take the time to do that? And then like probably 45 seconds later, you're back. Wait a second. That's not real. Like, wait, hold <laughs> it's on a so second. Cool. I know, it's, but it looks dead on. It does. I mean, it looks and it looks like the illustration I really appreciate. First of all, they made me look good in a blazer, Dude, which I never do. We look fucking business cash hot. It's business cash hot. I have a way it's exciting In the illustrations, very exciting in that way but then I was like fuck yeah if someone put this in a yellow page yeah. I'm, I'm down for looking like this in the, it in the like yellow it looks like one pages. of
1: those ads of like do you need a cheap lawyer and it says do you want to stay sexy not get murdered get a job buy your own fit stay out of the forest not be a fucking lunatic called Karen and Georgia call now space is limited and it's just like us with our arms crossed looking at how to suck but th- this one's about Scientology so the lead is you're in a cult call your dad so good <laughs> isn't that great <laughs> <laughs> I love it uh, anything else you uh, want to talk about the yellow pages <laughs> new detectives is on Amazon I tried watching it it's okay I guess sorry uh, what sorry what I'm sorry I'm sorry what it's okay
0: goodbye goodbye uh, it's
1: it's it's fine it's fine.
0: Okay. New Detectives? It's on Amazon. It's not New Detective, it's Real Detective.
1: Fuck, why do we keep calling with that? No, mean <laughs> but did you see yes, the right one? Yes. Okay. yes. I saw you, Real Detective. It's first person detectives <laughs> yes. telling about telling their story. Yes. Which which um do you remember the case you watched? I watched the first 3, the one about the fucking um kid and the, the like dude like baby killer and little boy killer in Seattle's fucked yes. up as shit. Yes. I just I think I'm, I am just think that the reenactments and all this shit takes so long to tell the story. Mm-hmm. And they kind of, like, you see, you see eight minutes of them watching the, like, CCTV footage of the kid running by, and then you finally see the car. Like, it's just, just, it could be 30 seconds of that. And it kind of drives me crazy when it's, like, takes forever. Oh, okay. Like, there's a lot, I think, I think... Um, Reenactments are just a tool to make the episode longer in a lot of shows or to tell the story. I mean, I like it because it
0: actually tells that story where it's they're basically trying to do it like this is my first person experience yeah. with solving this case. And anytime it's just like you're not your bag because like anytime yeah. you're doing a first person thing, you have to be able to cut away to something besides that person telling you that story.
1: But at the same time they made the guy look stupid where he was like he see the kid run by and he's like, "Okay, that's not him. Damn it." and walks away and I'm like, "Check the time." on the on the cct footage it says eleven you'd go back to the fucking bank and be like is the time correct on this and then like in uh, 20 minutes later they realize it's not the right time and then they, no, they it's, watch not the, it's not longer. the right time in real time it's that the bank thing it
0: didn't update for like daylight saving so it was yeah a thing that's that that what they, i'm saying
1: you should check he would have checked that and he wouldn't have just stopped watching when it was the wrong time he would have still like it's just like a lot of it's a lot of like <laughs> It's a lot of fucking filler, and I don't, and I I can't sit through that. Okay, I know. I'll never recommend that to you again. (laughs) I just can't (laughs) with reenactment.
0: Well, yeah, that's not your. That's not your. No, yeah, no, no. That's actually the one I like the best. Yeah, because that case is fucking crazy. I've never heard it before. That guy, the way he finds that guy, and the way it all goes down is so horrifying yeah um and he basically catches the guy in the act it's such a good story They're,
1: the stories are super cool it's it's the it's the dramatization yeah yeah dig yeah you know what i'm saying i do thank i you. do thank you um merch corner apology corner fucking we good yeah what do you have nothing yeah i mean I don't go to my favorite murder or my Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye.
0: But the good news is, this week I wanted to get back to the thing I like to do the best which is retail and I survive.
1: Yeah.
0: Which is a first person show that does not use reenactments. Yay. Um but also this is one of the ones as I was writing this up I realized uh when we've talked in the past about how I cannot listen to nine one one calls, mm-hmm. this is the one time that I've listened to a nine one one call that in it insanely enhanced the story. So it wasn't just like some lunatic person screaming in panic and like a horror thing that immediately mm. makes you go, Oh my god, everyone's in danger. Mm-hmm. It's like the perfect most the fact that they even have it to run during the story is incredible. So yeah. anyway, I'll just tell you what it was. This is the this is the attempt murder of Jenna, jennifer Holiday and the murder of anna franklin oh and it happened in uh this is from season two episode six of Ice or i survived so anyway i if you haven't heard this i love the show i survived it's now in reruns i think it's on they're rerunning it on lifetime but you can also get it on something else whatever There's, i think they're also on youtube um but i like to every once in a while remember ones that just stuck with me and talk about them uh because i i do love a survivor and i love the first person i do love a first person tale of insane horror and Does this make one make you like
1: calm down a little bit because you know like whatever bad happens like you can still Get back to the person, and they're not dead. They're not fucking dead. Yeah, so it's like okay to be into
0: it. Yes, exactly. Okay. You're 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 not going straight down like yeah. we do at the end of an episode. Sometimes yeah. we're just like, oh and then great, they got murdered Yes, exactly. This is no matter what's happening. You're, go- you're still looking at the person. It's like triumphant. You know that. <clears throat> Absolutely. And a lot of the time, because it's, I would say, 80% women telling these stories, yeah. and they're telling you stories where you're like, holy fucking shit, yeah. and they're telling you, uh, you know, just fine telling you the story yeah. of this thing that happened that they survived that they've gotten through and they're there to tell you that story and yeah like you're like I would never get out of a fetal position if this happened to me and they're like yes you would and yes you absolutely you would fucking deal with it and that because that's life and life goes on yeah. and everybody does like not everybody does this but the people who experience extreme trauma continue to live and sometimes even flourish afterwards and help other people because yeah. of it. so that's why I get super like a weird Christian about it because I'm just like let me fucking ring all those bells
1: dude! it's motherfucking resiliency and
0: shit so i like this one too because it's fucking exactly like a 70s horror movie it is i when you see it and you hear it and i i recommend that you watch it uh okay at camp it's no, on camping, no, on camping. no, but kind of close. It's like that feel. So basically it's this, it's a uh, May 25th, um, 2005 and Jennifer, sorry, May 29th, 2005, Jennifer Holiday is driving um, down highway 69 and a near, it's just North of Lufkin, Texas with her 17 year old cousin, Anna Franklin. They're in an S, uh, SUV going 70 miles an hour and all of a sudden there's the fucking loudest bang in the world. She doesn't even know what happened. They pull, there's glass and blood oh everywhere all of a sudden and they pull over and her cousin starts scream, screaming and she looks down and her left arm has been shot. She's <gasps> been shot through the window of her car and her left arm arm is almost severed like um right above the elbow holy fuck so her husband her cousin's losing her shit of course and she's and she is an emt so she goes super calm and is like pull out your phone call 911 right now you you know basically is like calm down stop screaming whatever yeah what they don't realize is there was a man who was driving next to them and he was the one who shot at them and he pulls over and he walks up to the open uh, driver's side window reaches in (laughs) past Jennifer grabs the phone out of Anna's hand and just tosses it away and he's laughing and she says right then she was like I got real scared and um, uh, so he basically uh he backs up he's got a shotgun in his hands mm-hmm. and they're and they're both just kind of staring at him he like takes a couple steps backwards picks up the shotgun oh my god oh my god and just shoots into the car and Jennifer said in, the, in this show she see it's like a tracer where she sees the bullet go by her face oh, like it yeah. just goes right by the front of her slow face and slow sh- and shoots Anna in the head and kills her fuck wait this is the older chick or the younger one The younger chick gets shot in the head and killed. Fuck! It's her cousin. So. Oh my god. So then he pulls Jennifer out of the car, and she's like, "What the fuck is going on?" Her arm almost blown off. Her arm is like hanging off, and he puts her into his car. Jesus. And they start driving up the highway. This is a fucking Mary
1: Vincent tale all over again.
0: It's fucking, it's insane, but it's, it's also this kind of thing where it's like, you can see it, if like shot, you can see it shot all grainy yeah. in like eight millimeter where you're like, what the fuck? And it's like, when she tells the story, it's like the guy's laughing. It's st- stuff where you're who like, the who, fuck? What, what state is this or what county? Is Texas. It? It's Fuck. north of Lufkin, Texas. Okay. I don't know what the county is. What the in. shit, man. Uh, we are in what part of Texas is. Apparently, it's a big place. Okay. Um, so, they're just driving like 90 miles an hour out of town. They drive and drive. So, now, she says, there's no one around. There's no lights. There's no houses. There's no one anywhere. Oh,
1: my God.
0: And at one point, he pulls her out of the car. Uh, he pulls over, pulls her out of the car, pulls her into the woods, and <sighs> rapes her. Um, Then... Then when he's finally done and he's, like, ripped all her clothes off and everything, he does the thing where he's, like, all of a sudden then he starts crying. Yeah. Then he looks at her and goes, oh, my God, you're bleeding. What happened? What? And then he starts laughing. And she realizes, okay, this person is either on drugs, like, something is seriously fucking wrong with this guy, and I need to get myself out of here so she fucking comes up with this plan. And this is the part where we're like, this is why you fucking hang in through the commercial, and you're like, what the fuck? Well, this
1: is so interesting, too, because, like, it's not like she's just like, I don't know what this guy's capable of. She just, she knows her cousin is dead back in the fucking car. She knows what this dude is capable of. There's no, like, she knows there's no fucking... She knows we're in we're in
0: complete emergency yeah. mode, and something must be done. Yeah. And she sees his weakness. That's yes. the thing: is it yes. a person acting like that. She realizes there could be some play here. She could do something about Amazing. the situation that she's in. Yeah. So what she starts doing, and it's so fucking brilliant, is she starts she she the way she says it because she has her Texan accent. She's like, I start rubbing up on him and acting like I really like him and saying, uh, basically saying, "Thank you for saving me." And, and you're so nice and like being flirty and sweetie and he immediately reacts and is like into it. So she's basically convinces him he didn't attack her. She's treating him like the hero oh and saying, "I can't believe you saved me from that man. Thank you so <gasps> much. Thank you so much. You're my hero and oh my god, I just want to can we go back to your house?" What the fuck? Cuz she's thinking in her head. Yeah. They're in the right now they're in the middle of fucking nowhere. There's not a person to be found. There's not a light. So, at least if he drives her sure. to his house, there will be a phone or there will be at least one other person. Or a knife she can fucking stab or him some, with. Fuck something. Yeah. Which is brilliant. Yes. She's just like, get me out of this spot now. Yes. And also, clearly you're on drugs or something's going on with you where you can be manipulated. Totally. So, she fucking goes for it. And it works. He gets her back into the car. Fuck. And he's like... I can drive you to my house, but here's the thing. Don't do don't be bad and don't do what the bad people do, cause you'll pay. And this and and she's like, I won't, I promise. Why would I? And she's and she'd be like, I'm so grateful to you. Yeah. You've helped me so much. And then he's like believing what she's saying. Oh my God. And then he would like look at her and be like, Oh my God, you're covered in blood. And she'd be like, I know, I need help really badly. And so she's basically doing this. They get to his house. He turns down the road. Into a cemetery. Oh, fuck. I mean, if you fucking wrote this, it'd be like, change the cemetery part. That's crazy. Just go to a house. They're driving into... an old cemetery and she's like shit she's naked covered in blood and like what the where are we going oh my god they go down a hill a little bit and there's like two trailers on either side and one of them is his so they go down into this kind of thing past the cemetery and this is where where he lives sounds chill
1: (laughs) (laughs) so that's where I'm moving I didn't tell you that this is my new spot. oh that's your new spot uh huh good good because just for like just to be around shits and gigs
0: man right right good plan so he takes her into the house and he actually lets her use the phone. No. Yeah. He's like, he, she's convinced him it, it has worked. And he now believes that he helped her. Oh my God. So here's the fucking 911 call part. Oh, my God. You, oh my God. you have hear it? To, Yes, it is. You have to watch this episode because. Can you play it for she us? She is. No, no, dude. She is so calm. And she's like, hi, yeah, I I got shot. And this man helped me so much. He is sitting right here in front of me. And he helped me so much. So much. And I just I really need help. And he, and I need someone to come and help me because but this man helped me and saved me. And the woman's like, ma'am, did you say you were shot? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I need help. And so she's doing this thing where the words she's saying mm-hmm. don't match her tone of voice. Mm-hmm. And the woman on the other line, it only takes her like mm-hmm. three exchanges. And she's like, what the fuck? So it go, the woman goes. Are you saying you were shot? She's like, yeah, and I need help. And this man helped me so much. This man right here in front of me. And then she goes, ma'am, are you not from around here? And she goes, no, uh-uh, uh-uh. And, he, and he's here, so I'm safe with him. I'm here with him. And I need you to send me an ambulance because I'm bleeding really bad. <gasps> and then she hears the 911 operator. Someone else says something where it's like that shooting, and then she gets back on the phone. She said, and she, the 911 operator, I can't remember how it goes exactly, but it's basically like, she goes, The woman uh, says something. She goes, Did you say there's like something about a shooting? And she goes, She goes, Uh huh. Uh huh. He's here right now and he's helping me so much. It's it's that one. It's the same one. Uh huh. And she basically it's is so like, It's creepy hearing you say it, by the way. Telling, telling her, Oh my God. In this like super pleasant voice giving her these signals without letting on to the crazy man literally sitting in front of her
1: Holy that fuck. the shooter is sitting fucking in front of her isn't it crazy that if he were a little less crazy this wouldn't have worked right you know what I mean yes like if whatever
0: angel dust or fucking thing he was on totally. or whatever his deal fucking was brain abnormality but he actually the way she played it and when you hear her this 911 call you understand how it worked. Cause she's not, yeah. I'm actually doing too much energy. Yeah. She's like almost kind of like chill like this Dude. where it's like, yeah, I just need and uh, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh, yep. That's it. Yeah. And doing that chill as fuck. fucking thing. Oh so, my God, Oh my God. Oh my God. So she says just seen ambulance or whatever. So she can't, they can't figure out where she is because they're, it's not like a trace, whatever trace. Yeah, yeah. Like, he ends up getting on. The no, phone. And they have that 911, that portion of the 911 call. No. Where he's giving the 911 operator directions to his house. How the fuck does he not know? Like, how does that happen? Because he was out of his fucking mind on drugs. He was on drugs? and, And drunk. Oh. But I think it's the drugs and maybe something else. He had like his brain's already a broken. crazy rap, rap rap sheet. He had been in jail a ton of times, lots of fucking domestic violence. He had gotten into his girlfriend had left him that night. Oh my god. And he got drunk at a bar and and he said he did like Xanax or Paxlors, like one single thing where I'm sure. like, dude, you were on fucking Angel Dust. Yeah, that's like, a Tuesday for me, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Um so so anyway. She, the part of the, the recording, he's talking to the operator, saying how they should get to his house, and then going, Yeah, and she's bleeding real bad. I mean, I got blood all over me, too, and I saved her. And I don't know, like, I, you need to get someone here really fast. Like, he's completely been convinced. Jesus. And she goes, Well, is she doing okay? And she's the, the 911 operator is like sweet as pie. Mm-hmm. You would never know that she's talking to anybody except for the nice man that saved this woman. Mm-hmm so he says only you can only have an ambulance no cops and she's like no of course not i only want an ambulance i just need to get this blood off me and get this thing taken care of yeah he's like okay so then he gives her shorts and a shirt to put on so she doesn't have to walk outside naked can you imagine
1: being naked like
0: naked too it's like so vulnerable naked and covered in blood dude it is total horror movie yeah she goes outside and she says she's lost so much blood at this point and she's in the empty so she knows yeah like she knows and she says she's walking out she sees the ambulance so she's walking up this hill trying to get to the ambulance and she's like she goes and i know i've lost so much blood because i can see the trees moving (gasps) what it was was the fucking swat team (laughs) in place and she gets, like, out of range, and and he is walking outside behind her. Oh, my God. Because he's, like, going to see her to the fucking yeah. ambulance. And then the second, like, the second he gets far enough outside, the the SWAT team just fucking goes down. He fights them. They take him down, and they arrest him. They
1: don't kill him? That's
0: amazing. No. They take him down. That's you am- can't just amazing. Go, you're not supposed to just go
1: Right, shoot but, like, you know, you'd think he'd fight back and... No, he fought him, but they that's, arrested him. Mean, I mean, good for them. They
0: arrested him. <laughs> uh, and. Oh, sorry. So he gets I talked my way down off of this part of the document. Um, uh, he gets two life sentences um, and then added on years for um, assault and kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Uh Oh, it's two life sentences for capital murder, um, aggravated assault, and kidnapping. And when that show aired in 2007, she still had over 30 shotgun pellets lodged in her arm, it neck, was and chest.
1: Two years later, that she did the show, then. Yes. That's fucking insane. Yeah. And she still had, like, shotgun
0: pellets inside her from these shotgun blasts oh that she survived. God. Fucking crazy. She had a son that like she since then no 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 at the time she oh. was a single mother oh. and she said that she was thinking like what it, she yeah. was positive she was gonna die in the cemetery house yeah. that she ended up at. Yeah, and so the fact that when she got on that nine one one call, she got to talk to this woman who got her shit, who got who like picked up on the game Keys and fucking the fucking stadium, did it. And because it's like basically the cops had come up upon Anna's dead body in that car. Yeah, they knew. knew a situation had happened. Totally. And basically everybody hooked it all together. It's like best case scenario. Totally. For, for We're one looking of those for
1: situations. this person, this girl is calling. It's, yes, this is what this is.
0: And then basically at the very end, Jennifer just says, uh, I should have died that night. Like, it's a miracle of God that I lived. And I just want to say this. It's not a... god bless god it's not a miracle of god because she was instinctually smart she fucking came up with a plan and she was brave enough to enact it and go for it and make it happen for herself she did it like she did it yeah and yes it worked out good best case scenario but it's like that's 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 a survivor's instinct that she had and she did it for herself
1: i mean yeah yeah that's insane. Yeah, I wonder where she is now. Like, if she gonna, what's she doing now? Where's her kid? He's gotta be proud of her, right? Yo yeah. Fuck, dude. Pretty good. It's a good one. What's her name again? Her name is Jennifer
0: Holiday. Okay. And her cousin who died, who was she was like in her late twenties, but her cousin who died was seventeen mm. when it happened. Anna Franklin.
1: Oh, it's honey. I'm sorry. I'm going to type in my password. What if I read it while I typed it in to my computer? I didn't. All right. You ready for mine? I am. Mine's a bummer. Get ready to be bummed. It's not a survivor story, but there is a positive ending to it. Something good happens out of it. Okay. So, Jesse Timendikos... He is born um April 15th in 1961 in Piscataway, New Jersey. He claims that his mother was promiscuous, a promiscuous alcoholic, had 10 children by seven different men and that his dad was a violent drinker um and that his dad had sexually abused him and his brother all the time and that they once saw their dad rape a 7-year-old girl. What the fuck? That's what they says. They said. Um and that the father tortured and killed pets and that he once forced this guy Jesse and his brothers to eat their pet rabbit What? yeah um, so in 1979 when this guy uh, Jesse Temendikos is 18 he persuades two five year old girls to go off with him in search of ducks is what he tells them um he took them by the hand and leads them towards an embankment one of the girls fucking has some horrible feeling and takes off oh. leaves him with the other girl a fi- and, a little five-year-old girl yeah she's oh. like fuck this i'm gonna get help jesus but the other girl they get to the bottom of the hill by the brook he knocks her down he pulls her pants down and right at that moment the girl who ran away had got a neighbor and they run up and fucking find him so Jesse pleads guilty to the attempted aggravated sexual assault in exchange for pleading guilty he get, he gets a suspended sentence as long as he agrees to go get counseling or to get counseling uh, he doesn't get it oh. and he's sent for as a, as a um, punishment is sent for nine months to the Middlesex Adult Correctional Center nine months because he said no to fucking counseling yeah So, in 1981, he's out, and he lures a seven-year-old girl into the woods, don't go in the fucking woods, with the promise of firecrackers. Man. And, again, this girl's with a friend, and this friend is like, fuck this, and takes off on her bike. But... While that's happening, Jesse takes the girl into the woods, strangles her until he thinks she's dead, and while he's running out of the woods, the girl who survived had gotten cops, and they catch him. He pleads guilty to assault, and is imprisoned in the Adult Diagnostic and Treatment Center in Avenel, New Jersey for 10 years, but he only gets six years. Uh, He's let out after that. And a therapist says that he thinks that he would eventually, she, so the therapist says that she thinks that he'll eventually commit another sex crime, but she doesn't think he'll commit murder. So let him fucking go after six years. So when he leaves this facility, he moves in He moves into a town uh, Where's the town name? Okay, he moves into Hamilton Township, New Jersey Into a house With two other sex offenders That he had met at the facility What? Yep their plan or like halfway house nope, style their plan dude there's no halfway house style in the it's the they're out and free yeah it's the early 90s oh there's no halfway house style so uh um, it's
0: the early 90s so, i was
1: thinking this was like 70s i had no, that no, no, kind of no, like no. oh he went in 1981 he goes in for six or seven years, so he moves out, and so he's living at this time okay. in Hamilton Township, New Jersey. One of the sex offenders he lived with, named Brian Jenin, he had, per- he had joined the Big Brothers so he could have access to young boys, oh. so he gets out. The other one is Joseph Cefeli. Cif- uh, he had been charged with carnal abuse and sodomy of a five-year-old girl, oh. and he pled guilty to three counts of impairing the morals of a minor. What kind of fucking impairing the morals? No, you're a fucking rapist. You're a rapist. It's not... You're not fucking with the morals, man. You're like, okay. So, across the street from their house and one house down. And this street, I saw it on a video. It's a tiny street. It's like... It's a small neighborhood. And this is like a, a... This is a small town you know, families, it's not a dangerous town. Right across the street lives the Kenka family. And part of that family was seven-year-old Megan. So, on July 29th, 1994, Megan walks by his house on the way to a friend's house Uh. and jesse tells her as he had done in other fucking times that he has an animal to show her he says that he has a puppy inside his house who wants to show her and she goes with him into his room he rapes her and sodomizes her and slams her head into the dresser he puts plastic bags over her head so she won't bleed in his room and strangles her with a belt Uh. and then he puts her body um into a toy chest and dumps her in the nearby mercer county park it's fucking horrifying um so that night megan stanley's freaking out there's a search for her jesse participates in it Uh. handing out flyers They go to, the police go door to door. He tells them he had seen Megan riding her bicycle around 2.30 in the afternoon, but he also tells Maureen, Megan's mom, some other weird shit about seeing her before dinner. His story is weird. He's like nervous and sweating when he's telling these stories. (sighs) Wait, so sorry. He went to the mom and was like, oh, I'm sorry. the mom was like, have you seen them? And he was, you know, he was like He wasn't keeping his own story straight. And he was offering too much information and... Okay. And so the next day I guess one of the roommates had like com- had like had convinced him to confess. One Whoa. of the roommates was like, You need to fucking confess. Fucking in the bowels of hell they decide yeah. they're gonna get fucking This guy's like, I'm fucking queen, man. You need to get the fuck out of here. The next day he goes in and confesses to investigators and he leads the police to Megan's body. Um he he confesses to some of it but not all of the aspects of the sexual assault. And so once the autopsy happened, the police were like, yeah, but here's more information. And he's like, okay, yeah, I did that too. Like he's a fucking creepazoid and he knows, like he's not, he's not crazy and he's not mentally impaired because he knows to keep this certain information from the cops. He mm-hmm. knows that he should put a bag over her head so that blood won't get places because... Yeah, he's aware of he's exactly aware, what's going on. even yeah. though he had a really low self, I mean self-esteem. self He had a really low IQ but he, he knew the things to, to hide something. He was smart enough to cover his own fucking tracks. Right. So, there's... Uh, so, bloodstained hair, fiber samples, and also Megan had fucking fought back and there was a bite mark on... Jesse's hand, because she had fought really hard, and he said that the reason he killed her was because um, she fought, and he was scared she was going to tell her mom, which is utter fucking bullshit. So his trials in May of 1997, he found guilty of purposeful or knowing murder, two counts of felony murder, first degree kidnapping, and four counts of first degree aggravated assault. And in June, he sentenced to death. And in a statement says, okay, I'm sorry for what I've done to Megan. I pray for her and her family every day. I have to live with this and what I've done for the rest of my life. Yeah, it's very sad for you, Stephen. I asked you to let me live so I someday can understand and have an understanding why something like this could happen. Thanks. Wait, did he say thanks at the end? He said thanks at the end. Sorry, wait, his name is
0: Stephen, right? I'm so sorry. Are that's you kidding? So hilarious. No, I swear I just said I just added Steven's <laughs> wow. name to that. That's so fucking funny. So I'm sorry. No. My full apology. No, his name is Jesse Tomatica. Oh, Jesse, that's right. Jesse Tomatica. I'm so sorry.
1: Oh, Steven. This is not <laughs> Steven's episode. <laughs> oh, honey. oh no. Okay. So Okay,
0: We know, so we can just do narcissism off the checklist of like all of a sudden, a
1: young girl's rape and murder that he committed is sad for him. And I hope someday I can understand why this happened, not why I did this, even would be better. We're right, because it's it's such a mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Why did this happen? The thing I did. Yeah. Fully with my eyes open, knowing full well what was happening the entire Right, and this is when he starts to say that his dad had sexually abused him, and, and was you know, which is like horrifying if it's true. But it doesn't. I mean So many people like this happens to people, and yeah. they don't go on to do these horrible things. They become better people, or they do become better people, but they don't fucking molest children. You know what I mean? Yes. Um,
0: also, I'm thinking, what year were Menendez? 94? 93? Something like that, yeah. I mean,
1: I'm just wondering if, like... Because did you say this was 92? Before or after? He went to... He like, went when on he trial. made that claim. Oh, that was, like, 97. I mean, I'm just saying that when those things get into, like, the popular culture... Here's what I need to say, yeah.
0: Like, this is working. Yeah. That kind of thing? Yes. Totally. That, I mean... Could have happened. With, uh, no, just I, saying that suddenly it's like this be, start, starts to become a rationale. Yeah, Like, try
1: this. You should try this defense.
0: Oh, Steven.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. No, his name was Elvis. Uh, so, okay. So, here's the positive on this horrifying story. Yeah, this is fucking rotten. I know. So, Michelle's parents, Richard and Maureen Kenka, go on a fucking crusade to change the law. They demand mandatory community notification of sex offenders. Yep. Megan's law. Megan's fucking law. Oh. This is Megan's law, which I thought we should all know where it came from. Fuck yes, we should. It's important. This is why it's not just some... I didn't tell this horrifying child story, child murder story, which I would do. I'm not fucking arguing that I'm better than that. But this is an important one. And I, I was, I was studying some other murder today to do, and that came up. And I was like, Jesus, I don't know enough about this. That's... I love that. That's so really So I studied good. this and I was like, this is my murder. This yep. is important. And the next, the one that I found can come up because it has to do with Megan's Law later. But let's get to this. You know what I mean? So Richard and Maureen, badass motherfuckers, go on a crusade to change the law. They demand mandatory community notification of sex, def- sex offenders, which is the thing of like when a sex offender moves into your community, they have to notify the whole community, that there's a sex sex offender living there. They can't live near schools or daycares, all this shit. Can't fucking join the big brothers. No, you motherfuckers. So they say that the registration requires... So there was the Jacob Wetterling Act originally, which is, uh, we all know the Jacob Wetterling story, which is horrifying, but that only required sex offenders to register with local law enforcement. So they didn't have to tell anyone about it, Mm -hmm. except the law enforcement and they said that Megan would still be alive if they had known the criminal history of, of this dude. So, in 1994, New Jersey enacts the law. And in 96, President Bill Clinton signed a federal Megan's Law. And it's um, it's basically amending the Jacob Wetterling Act. It sets guidelines for the state statutes requiring states to notify the public Although officials could decide how much public notification is necessary based on the level of danger posed by the offender, which is kind of troubling. So, there's three tiers. And based on those tiers, they have to tell a certain amount of people, which sucks. And I can tell you what's in each tier if you want, but I don't know if it's even fucking worth it. Like, Do you have to list acts that are super upsetting? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) it's it's all troubling and it's you know there's this whole argument now about about first amendment rights and all this shit and like you know freedom of it's just like it's an ugly thing where you're just like don't molest children you lose your fucking rights when you are a sex offender yeah you lose your rights and you can't fucking argue your freedom of Whatever the shit. I mean, they, they want them to do speech, right? Is it
0: like their freedom of privacy? Yes, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. Which is like, well, you... You don't get to have you it. You lost that. You don't get to have it. No. Also, tell your friends in your fucking apartment you're sharing with all the other sex offenders. Yeah. Let them know if that's something they're going to continue to do if they get caught and prosecuted for it. Yeah. They're not going to be able to have that privacy no. to
1: be a child rapist anymore. Yeah. Sorry. It's not... Like, so tier one is someone who's convicted and served less than one year of imprisonment for something like, it's for something light, like receiving or possessing child porn. Oh, That's tier one. Like, that's a light fucking thing for them that you don't have to tell everyone. Or sexual assault against an adult that involved sexual contact, but not completed or attempted sexual assault. So they try to fucking rape an adult, but didn't fucking go through with it. They're not a sex they are not, they're not scared They don't enough. have to come and knock on your door nope. and say, I did this. Nope. Okay. So you don't know that there's a rapist, attempted rapist, attempted rapist. Because
0: this is the classic difference between attempted and succeeded. Fuck you. Like, well, because all it is is it's just going to lead to now they're going to succeed. That's yeah. not, It's that. So
1: this time they're going to do it. They're going to kill them so they can't be identified and brought to trial. Right. Because the second tier is when people who have had one conviction get another one so they're not going to want that other one they're going to kill their fucking victim instead of letting them live a um, bunch of other shits tier three is just like you don't want to fucking meet one of these motherfuckers yeah. ever anyways
0: and are those the people knocking on your door i don't know if that's actually a thing okay i don't know if they do that I think i'm just thinking of that part in the big lebowski totally. where
1: jesus knocks he on people's doors totally. and immediately gets punched in the face that's amazing no i think that the cops or like the they have to hand out flyers door to door, but there's this crazy thing too, where you're not allowed to tell anyone about the flyer you got. So we get fucking, we don't have freedom of speech to tell our friends that there's a fucking child molester living in your neighborhood. I don't under, what? Yeah. How is that? I don't know. And let me say that this is from, a, well, like, you can leave it on the coffee table and yeah. point to Oopsie it doopsie. without saying anything. Also, fuck. tip tap. Also, this is from a tooth, an episode of sixty sixty and 60 Minutes in 2000 so I could be could have changed by then oh yeah I didn't do my research so you can't keep up with every goddamn law they pass I'm sorry I'm a busy woman (laughs) murdering sex offenders um so yeah so Megan's Law sex offenders they're required to register with local police when they're moved into a neighborhood and it's like so amazing that they that's a huge change it's not it's not huge
0: MadeInCookware.com
1: That's M-A-D-E-I-N Cookware.com Goodbye Super but, important Unfortunately in 2007 The death penalty was abolished in New Jersey I don't want to I'm not trying to start a fucking fight About the death penalty But I wish this motherfucker were dead um, So So Jesse uh, Timendacos Just is now having life in prison mm-hmm. Which is good I want him to suffer there too <laughs> You know what I mean? I do Yeah, so everything is fucked. No, so it's wonderful. No, it's not. It's neither. Look, it's all horrible. It's all horrible, but
0: yeah, you're right. At least something good came out of it where it's like, at least there's some progress in some way.
1: And I'm, you know, her parents, I'm impressed with them. And it's amazing that they, and you know, there's an interview with her mom who was just like, I, w- I was obsessed she made the cops let her go into that room where her daughter died and oh. she couldn't stop thinking about it and they finally fucking demolished the house and built a park for Megan and the mom's like I can't go to the park like she's well, clearly no. broken she was like I wanted to die and but you know they did something with it and have probably helped an innumerable is that a word? Innumer, mm-hmm. Innumerable amount of children prevention prevention. prevention. That's they, what, they they'll help. have no idea how many people they save. They'll
0: never know. Yeah. So, wow, yeah. awesome! Yeah, I fun. like that one. And also learning, yeah, well, learning about what that even you hear that phrase and you don't know what it means.
1: Totally, I had no idea. Yeah. Oh man, how you doing? I'm pretty good. Yourself. <laughs> What do you? Uh, what's the thing you like this week? Huh? Is there anything? I just like to say sorry to Stephen.
0: <laughs> you
1: like the fact that you're saying sorry to Stephen? No, it's separate.
0: <laughs> it's apol. It's Stephen's apology corner. I just didn't It's really like, it's really been bad this episode <laughs> between Stephen and I. Usually it's fake. I like to do some pretend yelling yeah, at the beginning. We really, have a whole thing and this Stephen crying isn't this one, real. This way. One looks, the fuck wrong? He looks real broken up. But here's the good part about it. If what? you would see him right now, everybody at home, he has this like an elf hat on. So if he were crying it's very, it suits him. Like it looks good, and he could use it to
1: cover his face. it's like a be- it's a beanie. <laughs> what are those things called? That you, ha- you call that one? Yeah, Balaclava. yeah. Um, okay, well, I'll go because <laughs> I actually wrote it down this time, so I wouldn't be like, I don't know what I like. Um, I like the show Fleabag on Amazon. What is it? I've never heard of it. Oh my. Well, a you would love it because it's fucking British. Because it's all reenactments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's like it's like the show Search Party that we love. Yes. But it's this fucking British chick who's. Too pretty for the part she's playing, Just like, a mess. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's a fucking train wreck of a person. It's six episodes, but it's all, like, people that you would know from British Procedurals. And she's a mess, but there's this, like, crazy arc that happens that is, like, kind of a surprise. Like, it's just such a beautiful, messy show. Oh, yes. And, like, I don't fucking cry at shows ever. I fucking started crying at the end. What? And I... I Buried my face in Vince because I was so embarrassed, and I was like, <laughs> "He was just kinder."
0: Oh <laughs> like, well, I gotta see that. Kindness. It's
1: so you'll watch them all in one in one sitting. I love that. It's so good. They're, everyone, oh, you'll love it. On, you said Amazon. It's on Amazon. It's called Fleabag. I
0: can't figure out how to watch TV on Amazon. And I think I have all the things to do it. I just yeah. don't. When I go to you do it every time, it. I'm like, I'm not young. I can't do this. <laughs> have, have 21-year-old Steven come over. <laughs> well, he hates you now. So house. going to do And it. make him a casseroles, all these apologies. <laughs> Look, I don't think that you are a child murderer. I never have. I don't know why it came out. I guess um, I felt bad that I wasn't, didn't receive, I was confused about your goddamn theme song. I'm sorry. It's funny.
1: Karen does like surprises. It. I just was confused. Um, one of the, there's a chick, there's a chick who's a main character on the show who, uh, is from like a Brit, a British procedural detective murder show. <gasps> So you'll love it. You're you mean I'll it. recognize her? You're going to or... recognize a lot of people that I wouldn't recognize. Okay, And you nice. will recognize her. Awesome. Yes, and Breck Elman randomly is in it. No way. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is Breck Elman doing in that's this? That's awesome. It's so weird. I thought that
0: you were saying her character, she's playing a girl who's from a procedural where I'm like, that's
1: awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you'll, lo- you'll love it. Okay. It, it brought me a lot of joy because I, it gave me feelings again. I, Good. And I don't have those. All. I like those. Yeah. Listen,
0: I... Uh I'm getting it back into feelings for 2017. Yeah. Like um even just trying to say I think I want to have feelings again That's to two people great that would actually start. listen to me. I
1: know. I think it's a good idea. That's I think great. it's healthy. Yeah. Right? I want to you know what? I want I had therapy today and um I want to stop I want to have reality again. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean it because I, I know what you mean I think. Cuz I think my therapist and I did this like this, like, uh, what is it called? Act- not activity, but like. Oh, like you did a. I know. You what know you what mean. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What is the word? Um, Lisa Frank. You did a. <laughs> You, you drew weird unicorns. Yes. Uh, we did this. We had a exercise. exercise. Thank you. Uh, I want to get my fucking memory. I want to move. What if this it's house has black mold this whole time? Oh, that would be in My amazing. brain, the reason.
0: But then you go to the new house and then you're like, you're like um Bradley Cooper in that movie where you like can see everything I'm just and too you know smart. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I got to move back because yeah. this
1: is really overwhelming. <laughs> it's too much. I um, it better the other way. It's too much for me. Uh, yeah. We do these. Um, We do these exercises exercises. exercises where we sit in reality and it makes me realize that I've been disassociating with the world because it's easier to filter in when I think that there's a different plane of existence and this is all fake and virtual reality Mm -hmm. and that every book I read is like more real than life yes are you saying yes Like you're scared of me And you think I'm crazy No Is I am not Is that crazy So I am, we do absolutely. it And it's scary and overwhelming And she's like How do I say yes In a way that would <laughs> Because that
0: was the realest yes I've said in a
1: while Oh
0: cool okay No that's all Yeah,
1: yeah. And I then he, hear you 100% And then she's like Leave it here though Don't go do that Because you'll have a fucking Panic attack if you do it In real life so Well because yeah, you can't Stay in too long No
0: Everybody copes in different yeah. ways. It's like my therapist said to me one time when I had quit, uh, you know, don't drink anymore, yeah. quit doing anything extra, quit and then I had quit sugar and I'd quit this and I'd Jesus, quit that yeah. and she goes, "Well, you got to do something because everybody needs a little bit of oblivion." <laughs> and I was like, "You're fucking really good Dude. at your job, Michelle.
1: Everybody needs a bit of oblivion." Yeah. it's lower not- back tattoo. <laughs>
0: Big butterfly underneath. Beautiful. Put it in quotes. Misspell oblivion. <laughs> Everybody needs a little bit of oblivion. Of oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> we're not aiming for perfection here. There's no perfection happening. We don't want it. We're being we're saying we're not feelings into it. and reality. Feelings and pieces of reality at times. Bits and pieces. Then dip back out and go into your other world. Because I can't. I know I have one. Okay. Uh but mine I haven't seen yet. It's I'm so excited for the new FX series starring Tom Hardy called Taboo, where he plays a guy that he's like on the secret police force in London in 1814. Oh my God. And it is the preview for it looks insanely beautiful. It looks like it's shot like it looks super real. Like my thing, my way of disappearing from reality is going into TV shows mm-hmm. and going into Jane Austen movies. And shit, where I'm like, it is no longer this year. We are now back in the time where you sit in your room and write letters. I can't, and can't see if somebody, somebody wants to
1: come and sit in the salon with you. I don't do that with movies. I do it with books because movies. I'm like, that guy has a fucking headshot. That piece of shit <laughs> motherfucker. Like, someone dressed that person in the wardrobe. Like, assistant is so miserable and like someone threw coffee on her today. Like, I can't watch. I have to make it up pick in my movies head. That keep you in. That they don't, don't do push that. you out. Okay, Fleabag was one of the only ones I've been able because I was able to. I, the one I just talked about, Yeah. Uh, I was able to identify with her yes. so much. So it was so real to you yes. that you never left. Yes. You, got, you stayed in that reality. That's probably why I liked it and Search Party is like, it was real. I can't do that with movies. So, and that's why when you, when you, as soon as you said Tom Hardy, I was out. Because everything he, about that sounds amazing, but he can't. He, but he will he's take you out. A pretty. I thought he was a. I thought Tom Hardy and whatever Hardy were the football player were the same person. I don't. I don't he's just Tom like a, Brady. Yeah, he's just like a pretty. <laughs> the Tom family. Yeah. He's,
0: he's pretty. In, he's insanely pretty. In this, though, it's like a Justin fucking Timberlake. We're playing him. It's, me, it's true, the but, same thing. But but let's talk about body difference. Okay. Tom Hardy is a beefy. He's Hardy. Slice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he is a beefy slice
0: it's of what? A, heart, a beef mince pie. Oh. I don't know something British. The man <laughs> is. I mean, he's played a boxer like seventeen different times. A what? A boxer? Oh, I thought you said something between a. I don't know what you said. Yeah, it was a boxer. Okay. Maybe I put a little slide on that X. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm just saying he's insanely well-built. If you ever take a chance and watch Peaky Blinders.
1: I tried. Okay. I don't like... You know I don't like attractive, well-built actors. (laughs) I want to... I want to... Cut them down to size and make them feel like shit about themselves. I just, I can't. Uh, Well,
0: then, yeah, no Tom Hardy vehicle is going to be good for you because the man exudes confidence
1: to the point of insane cockiness. I feel bad that everything you're saying, I'm like, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. It's just one of those episodes. But I will say this.
0: (laughs) I mean, who cares? There's a lot of Who cares? Um... In this, I think there's all kinds of extra shit happening, because, like, everything I see, and I've only seen the trailer, so what do I know? It sounds
1: awesome in every way. He's
0: painted, like, he's crawling through mud, he's, like, the fucking... He's the cat man that hasn't come out yet. In
1: other episode.
0: Um, (laughs) (laughs) He is doing all these things where I feel like he's fighting the pretty as hard as he possibly can, which, in and of itself, might be distracting. And maybe he needs to prove himself that he's, like, I'm not just a pretty face, because, like... Yeah, I don't know that Tom Hardy's gonna be sitting around doubting himself in any way at any fucking time <laughs> in his that life. nice. Can you imagine? I mean, or maybe he does privately. But mm-hmm. he just did, did. you see that he made a video and it's Tom Hardy um, reads you to sleep? No. Uh huh. Well, see he- if you don't hate that. I'll try it. It's I like being put to sleep. Internet. Oh, that's true. Uh, I think it's just him being insanely sexy. But I don't. It's, it's not like he's my type sexiness wise it's it's what i'm attracted to sexually is 1814 london
1: i want to be there so bring me the plague on a fucking (laughs) silver platter and (laughs) tell me about it on a fucking (laughs) on tom hardy's abs (laughs) oh wait that's tom brady can i do another one yes sorry always this will dig us back out
0: I mean that was a, we were already out. Sorry, but I mean this is just this is one I've actually experienced because that thing could be who knows? Yeah. That's my own trailer. That's my review of a trailer. Somebody and I'm sorry I can't remember your name. A lovely gal on Twitter retweeted me a Riz Ahmed tweet. <gasps> where he is. Did you see that picture where he's, Steven knows what I'm talking about. He's Riz Ahmed is squatting down by a personalized license plate. Oh my God. Oh my God. That says I'm sad and he's throwing up like the peace sign. No, he isn't. And he just looks kind of like neutral and uh, she just sent it to me and just said, hey girl. And I was, I just wrote back to her and said, I've never been happier. Oh my God. It's the best I'm picture. I'm sad. I'm sad and he doesn't look sad at all. <gasps> also, he is doing amazing Human humanitarian work to raise money for human, manata- in, human, human humanitarian work for to raise money for people in Syria. That's he amazing. fucking tweets about it all the time. He has a whole thing where it's like, send me ten dollars and get get five people to send ten dollars. Like he's busting his ass to raise money for Syrian refugees, and it's it just is like, well, you're a super great actor that was just nominated for a Golden Globe, and you look so good in a fucking bow tie, and you have a good sense of humor because you know enough to squat next to the I'm sad license plate. Oh, and you're What's raise tom mine? hardy
1: ever fucking done
0: <laughs> is it tom hardy what's tom hardy ever squatted okay. next to yeah nothing we'll nice 1814 yeah we'll see what he squats next to in this fucking show <laughs> now i'm mad at the show
1: um i, I should have another one. Okay. Oh, yes oh. what if we start doing 10 each i have uh the episode of black mirror yeah called san judapero didn't see it oh my god <laughs> it's a lesbian love story i shouldn't have said that that's a spoiler it is the most <laughs> just go watch Sanjay Navarro. It's like the most beautiful love story. So it's just I shouldn't have said it's that. such a good show. Yes. Charlie Booker, the guy that writes that show? I think I think he wrote and directed this episode. That might be wrong too, but I bet he did. It's such a it's such a it's not even a Black Mirror episode. It's like such a beautiful story that okay, you don't see it. very often on, you know, television because it's like because it's like spoiler alert because there's lesbians but it's like it's just a love story okay i'll watch it and it's heartbreaking and beautiful
0: i was actually avoiding black mirror because when i go to my tv escape i just want it to be an actual escape so so when it's a thing like
1: look at how your phone is gonna murder (laughs) your eyes it's like i can't i don't want to don't watch the first episode it is so it's so good but it's it'll make you stop using your phone ever again i good luck good luck. it's so good Bryce what's her name Dallas Howard Dallas Howard is Is she in it I think that's her unless it's another redhead Jessica Chastain those are the two that look exactly the same I know it's not Jessica Chastain I think it's Bryce Dallas Dallas Howard Howard. it's she's so good it's so good okay I'll watch watch it it. okay I'll Um, watch it what other shows do we want to (laughs) recommend let's recommend these shows to you every single show on TV now we talk about it even though we don't know we don't know we
0: don't know who cares we don't care we don't care care. Steven go we don't care bring us out cue that fucking song as we go out thanks for listening everybody you better fucking cue that song I swear to God Steven, do it. Drive your Steven thing. Steven, cue it. Thanks for listening. We love you guys. Thank you for all your interaction with us. Your angel babies. Go, and, we're at my
1: favorite account, Like, Follow us on shit and like go to things. And, and be, play a a part part of, be a part Tell of our lives. Tell us when you're lives. ready. When you're of not, of your yet, not yet. We Tell love us. you. And stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Elvis, you want a cookie? Want a cookie? Yeah, you did. a cookie? Elvis. Elvis, you answer, answer your mother. Goddamn cookie. There There we go. Play us out. Play us out, Stephen. Bye. (laughs) Sing along, Karen. I can't do it. Elvis is singing along. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Elvis? Sing it. Elvis? Sing it. Cookie? Everyone who's trying to fall asleep listening to this episode is like, fuck you. Elvis, you want a cookie? <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Last episode here. Bye. Goodbye. I should give my address now. <laughs>